Are you struggling to gain clarity and motivation to create the kind of life you want? Today we're talking about how to find your own drive and manifest the life you dream of. Melissa shares her transformational story and how the law of attraction has worked for her. She also provides life coaching tips by sharing her drive strategy. So please stick around and enjoy the show. because I have Miss Melissa Kirkpatrick will be our guest today and she's going to teach you how to find your drive and if you don't know what that means you need to stay tuned so without further ado I'd like to welcome Miss Melissa Kirkpatrick so welcome to the show my friend thank you Tanya it's great to be here super excited for what you're doing and what you're offering and just to be selected to come on and have conversation with you is super exciting so thank you Thank you. Thank you. Like I said, I see you on my LinkedIn with all those great nuggets that you're dropping. And so I was like, you know what? All I can do is ask, right? (laughs) All I can do is ask. And you said, yeah, so I feel privileged and I feel honored. So thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So I always like to ask everybody to give us like an update. How are you handling the COVID-19 and the pandemic and everything like that? So what I know to be true, it's all in the perspective and it's all in your mind of how you want to handle things. I think that's the biggest thing. It's not that I'm saying it's not, it's things out there are not good in a lot of manner and a lot of ways, but for me, I have to focus on what can I do for myself? And, you know, if it's turning off the news or it's um, avoiding conversations or removing myself from conversations, um, I just, you know, for me, it's about who am I in this situation and how can I be in service? to those who, you know, really want to navigate it in a way that's more um, empowering and optimistic versus that doom and gloom and woe is me and life is this, you know, so right. that's really, it's, it's been good. It's been great for my business as well, because I've been able to support a lot more individuals who discovered being at home and maybe their career is not what they thought it was, especially from home or being home with the kids and just figuring out a way to transition into that next season for themselves. And so that's really been my audience this, this past year. Well, I'm glad everything is, I mean, like you said, I, I for those who are suffering, you know, I'm, I'm not taking it away, but you know, for those who are finding something blessing out of it, I say, you know, great, I'm great. So, you know, let's dive in. Let's dive in because, you know, 20 minutes does go by like that. So, you know, (laughs) I was fascinated with your story because it's a story of transformation, really, and finding your drive. And I would love for you to like share a little bit about, you know, how did it come about for you, if you don't mind? Yeah. People can know. Sure. Yeah. Every decade I'm in transition and it wasn't because I set it out that way. It just seems to be falling into that natural pattern. When I was in my twenties, married my high school sweetheart, was a executive secretary, had my two children. Life was great. And so I thought that's what I would be doing. But when I got to the age of 30, it was like, oh, is this it? Is this the gold stars and check marks that I was supposed to work for? Now what? And I originally thought it was going to be my husband. So I was going to divorce him because, you know, it's not me that needs anything. It's got to be somebody else in this situation. And then it was like, 
I said it out loud, but then I was like, I don't even know if that's what I want to do. Like I was just so uh, undecisive and I really wasn't sure, but I was working in a school setting at the time and a friend called and said she was going back to school to get her teaching degree. And I was like, I want to do that. So my D got a little mixed up. It was a not a divorce. It was a degree. <laughs> so taking off into that journey at the age of 30, working full time, having two boys, play sports, active, managing my home, my finances, all of that. In four years, I received my teaching degree with high honors. And I began my, my path in my 30s to be a high school IT teacher. Life is great. I'll retire early because I've been in the system and, and everything. But then we got an opportunity as I was reaching my 40s to own and operate golf courses. And so we went into a partnership. Three years later, we bought a second one and I quit teaching. So then here I am, I'm at the golf course and I'm running a business at the level that I'd always desired, being out in nature, you drink while you play the game, like all those kinds of things. It was like, yes, I have arrived. But then here comes that feeling again, right? Like, well, now what do I do? And I realized that I needed to teach. And so the way I did that was I started teaching women about the game of golf. I brought them, I had to teach myself first. And then, uh, and I wouldn't let my husband or kids teach me because I felt like I've got to know this myself so I can help other women. And I took them into the clubhouse, told them all about the game of golf. And then they would hire me to take them out on the golf course because they didn't want to hire a pro and they didn't want their significant other or spouse. And that's where find your own drive actually evolved because I recognized right away that it's about you as the person. How do you want to show up? How do you want to hold the club? The idea was to get the ball in a forward motion, whether it's 10 feet or hundred feet, you know, if you get into trouble, you're going to find, you know, a recovery shot or your rescue shot and how you're behaving, how you're treating that little white ball. And so it actually, from my years of being coached and supported, it actually brought it forward into this experience to where the drive became an acronym as I took it off the golf course. And that's where finding your own drive, because own is key in this, I created this five-step program. So you followed right. me so far? I'm following, <laughs> I'm following. And like I said, I was fascinated with your story. And first, you know, I have to be honest with the listeners, because I was thinking, who owns golf courses? So you know, that was the first question I had asked Melissa, like, really? Golf yeah, I said, it's like shoes. You got to buy a pair. You can't just have one. You got to have two. <laughs> I was fascinated. She had me at golf courses. So go on. <laughs> yeah. And that was not on my list. That was never anything that was on my vision board or in my, you know, my family grew up playing golf. Actually, my parents started later in life playing golf, but I had my brother-in-laws. They all played and stuff. And here's a funny side note. When my husband and I started dating, like I said, we were in high school, he would come over on Sundays and all that was on TV was golf. And he'd be like, are you serious? Is this all they watch is golf and then <laughs> fast forward guess what's on our tv golf <laughs> so it was interesting how things are set in motion when you don't even you know really understand who you can look back and and connect those dots and you know that that to me like I said I knew I wanted to be you know in a much bigger financial game I wanted to be in charge I wanted to be the CEO and I'm thinking I'm going to be in a big office building in New York, you know, on the 50th floor or something like right. that. I never dream, but there were so many life lessons that I experienced on the golf course. Um, my own personal addiction to alcohol became a problem, um, which I had to figure out a way to not let that be my story. I didn't want that to be, you know, what took me into this success level, because that's kind of what was happening for me was it was a feeling of this upper limiting or this extreme growth financially and, and visibility and those kind of things that I had to kind of numb out and go unconscious because it was like a little more than my sensories could allow me to manage. Right. Right. And like I said, I, I love your story. So 
I, I and I took a little bit of your I took a course I took your um mastermind course that you had recently and you talked a little bit of, we're going to dive a little bit more into some more of your nuggets and stuff like that but you really dove in about the the power of mass um um manifestation yes would you like to share a little bit about that and then we can go into your your five steps and stuff like yeah. that so the law of attraction manifestation we do it all the time if you look around your your home or in your car or at your office what you think about comes about like you have created what you see outside of you that, or even yourself, your body vessel, you you've created that. So manifestation is about taking your words, taking your thoughts and then taking action. Those three things together is what is manifestation is how you're creating your experience from this point moving forward. Now, what happens a lot of times is we get this idea that we want to create something for our life, but we want to put it on a vision board and we want to pin it to the wall and we want to look at it every day and wait for the UPS guy to bring the, um, <laughs> the Amazon, you know, uh, prime overnight to me so that I can have what it is that I want. And, you know, sometimes you can manifest that quick, but most of the time there's a more of a process. It's the, as you speak about it, as you've already received it instead of, well, if someday I get this, then I'll do that. It's like, having this much money is allowing me to have this travel or this experience or to pay for college or whatever that looks like. And then I've got to take action. I've got to get in the game. I've got to say, well, if I'm saving money to take a vacation, well, maybe I want to go out of the country. So I better get my passport. And if I'm going to do that, I might want to look at a nice suitcase and I might want to buy a bathing suit. Like it's all about connecting everything in that energy. That to me is the manifestation 101, those three things together. Right, right. And I, and I, for those who know me, know I have a buddy, Aaron, and he always talks about act as if. So what you're always asking is like, what would I do if I had? So it gives you your inspired actions, correct? Yes, it does. It does. <laughs> so. And if you think about lottery winners that lose it overnight, practically, you know, they waited for so long to win it, but they didn't act as if they already had the money to know what they would do with the money. You know, they just blew it. And then there they were back where they, you know, started. So it is, it's acting, that acting as if is also getting yourself in preparation. I mean, my husband and I joke about it. When we win the lottery, we've already got the account figured out. We got the list of names of people we're going to go help. We know what we're going to do with this. You know, it's like we, we, we're playfully, you know, thinking beyond right now. And, and that to me is, you know, opening you up to more because I always love to say, I want this or something better because sometimes, you know, you think you want a thousand dollars and the universe had a ten thousand dollars it was going to give you so don't cut yourself off on that manifestation either allow it to be even more if i act like this i could even act better or if i'm going here i could go somewhere even better so, right yeah, it's a powerful yeah. tool it is it is and i want to remind our listeners that if you're enjoying the, the nuggets that melissa is dropping and she's been dropping a lot so and you've been picking them up <laughs> give us a thumbs up make sure you put the comments in the, in the below and reach out to us and i can you know Write your questions down so we can get some of them questions answered. And please continue to follow along with us. She's got some great tips. And we're going to talk about more about like, how do you put this in practice? So 
Yeah, this is where the five steps to your own drive, right? So drive is an acronym. And the first thing that we have to do is get that desire. D is the desire. What do I really desire? Now, people can give you ideas of what you should desire, right? Like that, you know, well, you should do this or should do that. And that's not what a desire truly is. We don't want to buy into someone else's idea of what we want to be good. So let's use, you know, like, so uh, personal health. Let's say I, you know, I want to lose 20 pounds for the class reunion, or I want to lose 20 pounds for vacation that's a desire truly it is but is the desire for that time and place and then you're done or is the desire a little bit deeper where I can say well if I lose the 20 pounds then I'm going to have you know I'm going to feel better my body's going to feel better I can probably play with my grandkids or my kids I'm going to have longevity vitality the desire has to become more of what it truly lands so for me it would be longevity and vitality it doesn't mm -hmm. matter every day I want to feel that good and be 20 pounds less so that's in the headspace. That's when you come up with the thoughts, the ideals, you work that out, flush that out. Then the R is where you have to receive it. Because oftentimes, just like the lottery winner, I want all this money. They knew they desired it. But once they received it, there was nothing that supported, well, what do I do with it next? And of course, not all lottery winners are like that, but we're just using that as a, you know, an example. Right, right. So we dip down in this heart space that we have that we oftentimes don't pay a whole lot of attention to. But do you remember when you used to get butterflies about something or your heart would race over something? Mm -hmm. Wasn't it usually, I mean, sometimes it was scary stuff, but you could also feel it in good times. Yeah. And that to me was the place, like I've got to receive this deeper than just in my headspace. So when I know that it feels right, like leaving teaching to go into owning and operating golf courses, was it up here? Well, it sounded good, but could I really do it in here? Yeah, it made total sense. Right. And so, yeah. So questions so far? You good? No, I'm, I'm, I'm following right along with you. Good. <laughs> well, then once we receive it, we got to start finding ways to implement our action plan. And the implementation sometimes will happen out of the blue. You, you, you might speak about uh, like women probably said, oh, to their spouse, I would love to learn how to play golf. And then the husband maybe came into the golf course and heard that I was teaching women and they go home and say, hey, when you said that, go to the golf course, Melissa's teaching that. Like you start getting these little nuggets if you're really attached to what it is you truly desire. So it's kind of like an out of the blue, like, oh, and this showed up and that showed up. But you can take an active role in that implementation saying, like I was saying, if I was gonna um, go travel and maybe get the suitcase and the passport and the bathing suit, you know, what things do I implement? I have to get the application for the passport. I have to go online and look for the bathing suit or the suitcase. Like I'm implementing steps in order to get that. And then like we said in manifestation, I'm also gonna be talking about it as if it already is. Cause that's where you start, I call it the cosmic kitchen. It starts hearing what you desire and it wants to conspire on your behalf and align everything else to go along with it. So you can, you know, get, maybe you're planning a trip and out of the blue, you get it for free because your husband or spouse or significant other want it on, you know, their sales or something like we don't know. So we always got to be playful and, and be engaged in that. So that's how we can implement those ways. Then the visualization, that's my jam. That's the one that I love so much because vision boards are great. I do recommend you do one for each area. Don't try to put your whole life on one vision board. That's just way too much for us to even comprehend at one moment. If it's about your career, do it there. If it's about your health and wellness, it's about your finances. And then you can be even more specific. You know, if your health and wellness is all about you want to start exercising, then make everything about exercising. You know, if it's about making more money, 
it doesn't mean your job. It's all about money. What are you going to do with that money? How are you going to use that money? How much money do you want to make? Most people won't even call in what they want. So some people will say, well, I'd be happy to make 40 or $50,000 a year. Well, no, you don't. You really want 100 to 150,000. So we call you out on that. And then we add or something better or something more. Right? Right, right. So the visualization is that board, but it's also speaking as if, and also putting it on your phone, having mantras that remind you why you're doing what you're doing. One of the ones I have here that I've been using a lot lately is, does this support the life I'm trying to create? Like, ha, huh, hello. Like that's huge because oftentimes it is not going to support the life you're trying to create because we're so used to being who we are. When you're manifesting, when you're doing visualization, I want to know who that person is that you're becoming. How do you dress? How do you talk? How do you eat? How do you walk? Where do you, you know, what time do you go to bed? What time do you get up? Like, those are the things that you're not doing now. And that's why you don't have what you desire. If I start talking as if and transitioning myself into that new next version or season, then that's when things happen as well. And sometimes you learn a lot about yourself. Right, right. And then the E, the final one, is you evolve. You're going to be like that little caterpillar into the butterfly. Everybody's going to say, Tanya, you have changed. What is different? And you're going to be like, I found my own drive. I started using these steps. I started recognizing where I wasn't showing up, where I was letting myself fall down, where I wasn't taking a stand. It's like all of that, you know, and your heart is so full that you go, now what do I desire? And you rinse and repeat. I love it. I love it. And, and I'm, like I said, you, you're dropping so many nuggets on that and, and they're coming at us really fast. So I hope y'all picking up and got some pins going. And also before we really dive into it, I don't know if we really touched on it, but what's the one thing you really want to leave the audience with? I would say to never give up on yourself and keep that childlike imagination that you once had alive. To me, those are two ways that I know it keeps me in the game. It keeps me living my best life. And if you can be supported in some capacity, now friends and family and significant others aren't always your best form of support, but if you really have this passion, this desire, this dream, and you just have been telling the story over and over, get the support that you need. I mean, don't hiring a coach isn't a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. I've had multiple coaches, you know, talk to someone who's already doing what you want to do, you know, collect the information, but don't give up on those dreams and don't ever think you're too old or it's too late. Cause I call BS on that. It is never, <laughs> never the situation. And so what my next decade will bring, I'm not sure, but I'm in this one right now and I'm loving it. And I'm living the best version that I created back when I was that 10 year old little girl selling stationery and note cards up and down those country roads to those farm wives. And she has just evolved and grown. And, and now I live my life by design. Right, right. I love it. And I got two questions. I always try to keep my mind. Two questions. Okay. Question number one is, where can people find more information about you, your services, and, and, and if they want to connect with you? So find your own drive is my handle for everything. So LinkedIn, um, not, not link, LinkedIn is Melissa Kirkpatrick. That's the only one that's my name. The rest of them are all find your own drive and my website's findyourowndrive.com. Um, but it's um, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. I have a YouTube channel too. So a lot of my motivational little uh, two minute, three minute 
are there as well. So you can search, find your own drive on that one as well. Okay, that takes number one. Number two is you've got a lot of information. I would love to have, see if you'd be able to come back or would love to come back to be, uh, you know, follow up or deep, yeah. take a deeper dive into this. I would love to do that, Tanya, because that to me, this is just tapping into, you know, the basics. You can download a free copy of my ebook along with the training videos on my website. So findyourowndrive.com forward slash ebook, and that'll give you the training, um, the, uh, video training, as well as the PDF book and a worksheet. So if anybody wants to start there, that would be great. And then I would love to come back because I think there's a lot more that we can, like you said, dive a little deeper in for sure. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for are tuning in today. And make sure you remember that feedback is always welcome. Emails if you have any guests and show ideas. Links to all of the, of the sites that Melissa mentioned will be posted in the description box. So play, please make sure you check out those gems down there. And thank you again for watching. If you're enjoying it, give us a thumbs up. If you want to go even deeper, hit that subscribe button over there. And remember, take things in stride, go with the flow, and create your own path. And we'll see you back here on another episode of Coffee with Tea. So bye-bye for now. Share with us. What was one of your takeaways from today's show? Post your answers on our Facebook page. Hi everyone, this is Tanya again, popping in to say thank you for listening to today's show. Coffee with Tea interviews are always free, and if you're enjoying the wisdom and insights that are being shared, please stay and grow with us and show your financial support. You can buy us coffee or become a monthly supporter. Links are posted in the description box. And again, I wanted to personally say thank you for tuning in.